Hey friend, are you swamped with scheduling, bogged down by bookings, or overwhelmed with managing your social media? This message is for you. I would love to introduce you to my secret weapon, StyleSmart VA. This is a company of virtual assistants literally designed by hairstylists for hairstylists. I found them through an interview right here on the podcast, and then shortly after found myself booking a discovery call because I was drowning in administrative tasks and needed help. It's been a few months now, and I can't tell you how much my VA has changed my life. No joke, friends. I am such a believer in StyleSmart VA that I decided to bring them in as an episode sponsor here on the show. Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to StyleSmartVA.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. StyleSmart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Your Hair Mentor podcast. I'm your host and hopefully your hair mentor, Crystal Green. And summer is popping here in Reno, Nevada. We finally hit 90 degrees this week. So we hit the pool for the first time the other day. And man, does it feel good. And for any of my mamas out there, I know you'll understand this feeling. Um, It is insanely relaxing and wonderful to finally, finally have kids that are water safe. Holy guacamole. Although I've enjoyed the last couple of years with my children outside in the summer near bodies of water, I am usually a huge ball of stress. I'm like, At any given second, someone's going to fall in and I'm going to have to dive in or they're going to drown. And so it is wonderful to feel like my kids are finally comfortable in the water. And although my son is not like swimming laps in the pool yet, I am highly confident that if he like fell in on accident, it's not immediate drowning, which is so much better. And um, they did great at the pool. And so I'm really looking forward to kind of like lazy summer days and less of a scheduled routine. But then on the flip side, I'm also a little bit dreading the fire season. Holy cow. I know it's right around the corner. Um, And if you don't know this, my husband is a Reno firefighter and um, has been sent on assignment before. That's what they call it when they send firefighters for like weeks at a time to uh, campaign fires, which are like the big honking wildland fires. So he did do that last year. And although I absolutely survived, um, it's just kind of a lot. And there's always like, I never know when he 
he goes to work during the summer, if he's going to come home. So like normally he goes to work and he does his shift on, he works for a couple days and then he comes home. But during the summertime, either he's going to get mandoed because someone else is gone and the department is short or he's going to be sent out. And so it's like this weird, like, love you. See you when I'll see ya kind of thing. So that's really weird. And I definitely have a little bit of like anxiety around that. So I'm trying to enjoy the outdoors and have lots of like wonderful lake days with my children, pool days with my children. In fact, we actually just went up to Tahoe yesterday and camped for the night and it was fabulous. Um, I can't believe that I actually got a campsite. Those things sell out like a year in advance. And I got in basically because the rest of the um, school districts are not out for the year yet. So score. And we're going to try to cram in as many of those fun days as we can before fire season and the smoke descends upon us. Um, Let's see what else is going on in my life. Um, Oh, we have a really exciting trip planned for next month, but I might save that for like another episode or two out, kind of like leave you hanging. Um, It's going to be super fun, uh, very much outside my comfort zone and um, like big adventure status. So I will just leave you with that little teaser there. And um, I guess I'll just jump into the topic of the week here. So enough about me, what you're really here for is hair stuff, right? So I got someone that wrote in a question to me and I was like super pumped. I've had this thing up on my website uh, for a little while that was like a question box and um, very few people actually utilized it. I actually had some people email me instead. So maybe I'll use that for future references. But um, anyway, I got a question on my my website box. So I'm going to go ahead and answer it now. Okay, so I'm just going to read her question and then I will pick it apart for you. So it goes like this. She says, I'm assuming this is a she, by the way. It was anonymous. Um, Yes. So she says, my stylist is always running super late before my appointment. I love the way they do my hair, but I seriously end up sitting for almost 45 minutes before I'm seen. I usually end up leaving with wet hair just because I don't want to take more time away from my family. I have small children. Oh, I hear you, sister. So time to myself is precious. I can tell my stylist is flustered and anxious about running late every time, but they never seem to change that. Instead of finding a new stylist, because I love the way they color my hair, is there any way I can gracefully tell them how frustrated I am? Whew, this is like a loaded question here. Okay, so um, first of all, good for you, girl, for getting out and actually getting your hair done, because I know it's really hard to carve out time for yourself when you're a mom. Um, Like the mom guilt is a real thing. So I would be incredibly frustrated if I were you and you actually carved out the time for yourself, um, for someone else to watch your children so you could go have time. And then instead of being doted upon for those 45 minutes, you were just like sitting there kind of like frustrated, not knowing when you're going to be seen. So I totally hear you. Um, I do not think that you're wrong in that situation to feel frustrated. And I think anyone would tell you that, right? Like it's, it's frustrating to show up for any appointment and have to sit and wait and wait. And you know what? Actually the worst 
time this has ever happened to me and it happened time and again is when I went to my OB appointments for whatever reason, they were always like an hour and a half behind. It was crazy. I had to pencil out an entire day for my OB appointments. The appointments themselves were like 30 minutes. So anyway, getting off topic, I feel your frustration. You are not alone. How do we solve this for you? Okay. So I'm going to go back to, so you usually end up leaving with wet hair because you don't want to take the time away from your family. Well, first of all, you're kind of doing your stylist, um, a service there. So most of the time when we schedule appointments, we schedule in the time to dry your hair most of the time. Now there are salons that are going to break down every little service and that includes a blow dry, but how many of us leave with wet hair on purpose? It's not that many, right? Most of us assume that we're going to get our hair blow dried. So by you leaving wet, you're kind of allowing that person to catch up for their next appointment, which is like cool on your part, but it's not really like teaching them a lesson. If that makes sense, like it's not hurting them to do that. And so if anything, you're making their life easier by leaving with wet hair. Now I understand you're doing it because you don't want to sit for another 45 minutes and get your hair blown dry when you just want to be home with your family. But I think you need to talk to your stylist about this. So, okay, you don't want to find a new stylist because you like the way they color your hair. Is there any way I can gracefully tell them how frustrated I am? Girl, I think you just need to tell it straight up. What is the worst thing that could happen? What are they going to say? Like, I'm mad that you're frustrated. You have to wait for 45 minutes. Now, listen, hair is not an exact science. Truth. And I know I am like putting my hand up in the air right here. I have run late on appointments so many times, but it's usually because I had a new client and I had something unexpected come up. And honestly, these days with cell phones and texting, I do my darndest to tell my next client if I'm going to be running late, like maybe they have an errand they could go run, or maybe that's just not going to work for them and they need to reschedule altogether. And that's fine. If I'm the one that's running late, it's like my bad, bad's on me. Right. But as a service provider, I also understand that like, you can't plan for every single thing. Like if your client came in wanting something and you had some sort of surprise, like maybe they had, um, hard water buildup on their hair, or they'd use some weird product or they changed their mind completely. And you had them scheduled for one thing and not another. Um, so it's not an exact science, but if this is happening every single time, um, you're probably not her only client. This happens to, um, her or his client. Um, I don't know if you said it was a male or female client here. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, you're probably not the only client that this is happening to. And if they are being allowed to do this and no one is saying anything to them, why would they change their behavior? Right? So I think you need to tell them, listen, I am super, super frustrated because I really want to come see you, but like, I got better shit to do. I cannot sit around and wait for 45 minutes to an hour before I actually get my hair done. That extends the entire length of the appointment. And like, you deserve to get your hair blown dry if you go get your hair done. Um, now here's a question for you. And you didn't say in this, um, letter that you wrote in, are they charging you less because you're not getting a blow dry? In that case, it's still annoying because you're like waiting for 45 minutes doing nothing, but at least they're like recognizing that they need to kind of make it better with you. And if they're not charging you less, 
I would be super pissed and I would say something. As a service provider, I would absolutely offer someone a discount or something as like an I'm sorry if that keeps happening. So definitely say something. And I think the graceful way to say that would be like um, a compliment sandwich, right? Like these work fantastic in any form of your life. Come in and say like, I love my hair color so much when you do it. Um, But man, I got to tell you, I'm just like super frustrated that I always seem to have to sit for almost an hour before I'm even seen. And I love you and I want to come to you because you're such a good stylist. See how I did that? I like sandwiched the compliments on either side of that. Um, And then just speak from your heart and say like how frustrated you are because, you know, you're taking time away from your family and you're choosing to come do that as your time away from your family. So it's precious time. And if they don't respect that if they don't come at you with like I am so sorry I will make it better I will do better with scheduling whatever they need to do they could even book themselves a buffer between appointments before you knowing that they always tend to run late and they should do that Um, but if they don't come at you with some sort of um, apologetic feeling then I'm sorry friend but you need to get rid of that stylist they are not deserving of your precious time. And I guarantee you'll find someone out there that colors your hair the way you like it, that also respects your time and your energy. So that's kind of how I feel on that right there. It's a, it's a loaded question, but, um, I think there's an easy solution. Like your time is valuable. Their time is valuable too, but they're not respecting your time. Ooh, look where I just came with that full circle. I didn't realize that to myself as I read this until I'm just talking it out. Yeah, that's really why it's frustrating, right? They're not respecting your time. And man, time is precious. So lead with that. I would love to hear a follow-up and see if you get an answer from them. Um, huh, that was kind of fun. Okay. Um, so I would love to do more of these question and answer kind of situations um, because this is the kind of stuff that I feel like is so lacking in my industry. If I can talk, excuse me, I get all excited. Um, It's like people feel like they can't speak up to their stylist and then stylists feel like they can't say something when something's wrong. Um, for example, like if they're running behind or whatever, I I don't know if they feel like if they are apologetic that it like takes away their power or something. And it's just a bunch of hooey. If you ask me, everybody just needs to learn how to talk to each other and be respectful of each other and their time and their energy and everything will be so much better. So come at me with your questions, however they may be. And I will help you troubleshoot this from the perspective of a stylist who has been there. That said, if I had had this happen with a client, this situation that we just talked about, and my client came to me, it was like, listen, girl, I love the way you color my hair, but good God, sitting for an hour drives me nuts. I would be so apologetic and trying to save face really, because that is not something you want someone spreading about you as a stylist too. And usually when people are unhappy with something, they tend to tell like 10 people versus one or two when they're really happy with something. And so if you piss someone off because they always have to wait, they're going to tell their friends and you might not gain as many clients or keep as many clients in that regard. So it behooves everybody to rectify that situation. 
Okay. So yes, write to me with your questions and I would love to help you answer them. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and jump into the product of the week. Dun, 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 dun. And I feel like this one is, I picked this product for a reason, um, because, you know, I hit on the fact that it's summertime and fun in the sun and the pool and all that stuff. And so I'm going to talk to you about UV protection. What does that mean? Um, it's hard enough trying to find sunblock and sunscreen that you like for your skin. Now you need to use one for your hair. What? But yes, I am talking about UV protection for your hair. Okay. So you don't need it, but it's a really good idea. Why? Well, that's because the sun's rays can be super brutal in the summer. I mean, they're always brutal. And if you live in high altitude, they're brutal all year long. But for the most part, most of us, it's really just sun exposure in the summer that's problematic. So a UV protectant, we like to call them protectants, um, help keep your color from fading like toners. Hello. Um, we all have toners on our blonde in the summer and it keeps your blonde from getting super thrashed from the damaging effects of the sun. And also if you're a silver sister and embracing your natural grays, you're not even coloring your hair anymore. Those two can feel the effects of the sun and turn like an awkward, gross shade of yellow. And then there's all of the typical stuff you can think of like color fadage. Like if you've got red hair color or brown hair color, um, honestly, the reason why most people go lighter in the summer is just so that they're not like dealing with the effects of color fadage as hard. Whereas in the winter, when you go with more like rich, warm, dark colors, they're going to stay that way more because you're not exposed to as many UV rays. Not convinced yet? Let's just consider that your hair is like a delicate piece of silk. And imagine what that delicate piece of silk would look like if you left it laying out in the sun for an extended period of time. Gross, right? That, my friend, is what's happening to your hair with summer sun exposure. So if that sounds like something that you want to dabble in, which I highly recommend, allow me to introduce you to UV filters for your hair. Now these fall into the category that I like to call specialty products. And that's because they're like sprinkles on a cake and they're like the extra stuff that just makes your hair have and keep that wow factor. They don't go into the category of like the everyday all year styling or prep or finishing products. So these are just, these are a little extra sprinkle. Now, um, what do they do exactly now? Just like sunblock sunscreen works on your skin, it either blocks it and deflects it, or it absorbs it and filters it, right? As far as I understand it, all of these UV protectant hair products are going to absorb and filter damaging UV rays. I don't know of any that are actually blocking and deflecting. Now, when I say that, that's the equivalent of like the white titanium or zinc sunblock that you put on your skin or like the old school, um, uh, what are they called? Lifeguards that would wear it on their nose and like the thick white stuff. That stuff is literally like physically blocking and deflecting sunlight. So I don't think any of these products for hair fall into that category 
Otherwise, I imagine you would be coated in like white stuff. And so um, I'm going to give you some ingredients in a second to look for. But just know that all of these things in your hair products are going to be absorbing and filtering these sun rays so that they don't have their damaging effects. And so when would you use one of these products? Well, it kind of depends on what the product is. Now, here's the thing. Um, any hair product that you pick up that's going to have UV protection in it or UV filtering, or um, there's another word I'm not thinking of right now, um, UV protecting in any way, shape, or form, they're going to list it on the back of the bottle. They're going to promote it because that means they put ingredients in there specifically for that. So if it doesn't say UV protection, you can assume it doesn't have any. Now, cool thing, most of the time when they are UV protectant, they are also heat protectant. They have similar ingredients that act on both, uh, both things. And so um, depending on what type of product they are, it will determine when in the wet to dry hair cycle you use them. For example, I have a styling product that I tried this week from Davaness. It's a new one called Heart of Glass. And this stuff is called Sheer Glaze. It is a UV and heat protecting product that you put on wet hair. The product itself kind of looks like lotion and they call it a thermal fluid. And so it's full of water and it is intended to be put on wet hair so that your wet hair can kind of help spread it around and then it dries and it's protected. Now that's not to say you couldn't put that on dry hair, but it's going to not spread as easily and be as even if you put it on dry hair. Some other products to look for that I love are like spray oils or just like a um, dropper oil that say they have UV protection in them as well. Now those you can put on wet or dry hair very easily, um, especially if it's a really lightweight spray oil because that's going to be a very even distribution whether it's on wet hair or dry hair. But I will say with any of these products that are heat protectant and or UV protectant, um, usually they go on almost last or last in your styling routine so that they're like that outermost layer that's going to provide protection, especially when we're talking about UV protection. And so um, that even leads me into talking about how long these UV protecting, protecting things last on your hair. Now, just like sunblock and sunscreen on your skin, after a certain amount of sun exposure, you need to reapply. And so a product like a spray oil or a dropper oil is really easy to reapply later versus something that's like a lotion or a fluid or a, a cream that you put on wet hair. Now you could put more of that on your hair, um, but I imagine it would get very like heavy and gummy if you did that. And so you can see how like using a product that's gonna be very lightweight, maybe in spray form, will be easier to like throw in your bag and reapply when you're sitting at the beach later. Um, okay, so how do you know how much sun protection you're getting? Here's the tricky part about this. None of them are going to be labeled with like an SPF factor or an SPF. I think F stands for factor. <laughs> so there's no SPF rating on any 
hair products that protect from UV. And I think that's because these skin products are, um, is it FDA? I think it's FDA, food and drug I think they're an FDA thing where they have to be approved um, and tested for exactly how much UV protection they have and how long it lasts. Hair products are just like nimbly bimbly. There is no rhyme or reason or um, certification or there's no like um, entity looking in on hair products in general to figure out ingredients, whether or not they're good, how long they should be used, efficacy, all that stuff. So it is all over the place and none of them can legally list an SPF. As far as I understand it, there are chemical UV filters that can be in hair products that work very well. And then there are natural or like non-chemical UV filters that work fairly well, um, but don't last as long. And so I'll give you some of those in a minute. I'm not going to list all of them because honestly, I can't even pronounce them, but I will have the freebie this week be a list of all of those ingredients to look for in those products. So, you know, there's really no way to tell how good in UV filtration a product will be. That's why I really like to recommend if you're going to use something that you're putting it on last and that you can reapply. So at least you're guaranteeing you're getting all your hair and you're reapplying as best as you can um, and just doing your dang best without stressing out about it too much here. I'm not trying to stress you out, right? No, if anything, I'm trying to make your life easier. And so let's keep this super simple. And I'm going to rattle off a couple of ingredients that I want you to look for in your products. And I'll have more in the weekly freebie. So um, I want you to look for certain things like sunflower seed extract and moringa seed extract and coconut oil, karanja seed oil, shea oil, plum oil, and sesame oil. Now those are the easy to pronounce ones. And then the ones that are not easy to pronounce are going to be like octinoxate, um, benzophenone number three and benzophone number four, quaternium 95. This makes no, no sense. I'm not, I'm just going to shut up here. I'm going to write these in a list and, um, you can take a look for yourself if you're interested in seeing any of these ingredients. Um, but again, just know like the brainless way to do this is just to look at the back of a product and see if it says anything about UV filtration or UV absorption, and it might even say it on the front of your product. So take that little nugget with you and um, make your hair sun safe. Always, always use protection, my friend. And thank you so much again for listening. This was an absolute joy. And if you have any questions that you want me to answer, I'm going to go about it this way from now on, because I had questions coming in from a few different spots. I'm going to direct everyone to just email me at yourhairmentor.com. No, that's wrong. Yourhairmentor at gmail.com. There we go. I spit it out right. And whether you have a stylist question or a hair question or a hair product, whatever it may be, send me your questions there and I will be more than happy to answer them on the podcast here for you. So make sure to check out this week's freebie and shoot me an email if you have any questions. And if you have any friends that you want to share this podcast with, I would love that so much. It would mean the world to me. Okay, friends, I had a blast and I can't wait to see you next time. Okay, bye. Hey, friend. 
Crystal here, and I've got something special for you that's too good to miss. Introducing the wildly popular Confident Conversations Bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high-paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part, it's completely free. You heard right. It's my gift to you, friend. So if you're ready to elevate your behind the chair game and attract the clientele you've always dreamed of, this boot camp is your first step. Spaces are limited, and trust me, friend, you don't want to miss out on this transformation. So head on over to www.yourhairmentor.com to secure your spot today. Let's make sure that your talent is undeniable and your chair the hottest ticket in town. Cheers to clients who pay and a career that slays. I cannot wait to see you at the Confident Conversations Bootcamp, my friend.